Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Monday. Always nice to start the week on a positive note. So let's recap the winning card for you. In college football, we played New Mexico State and Bowling Green. When in doubt, play the first half under. We played the under 24, and it worked out. We cashed that ticket. In the National Football League, we played the L.A. Chargers. Minus the fourth, the Indianapolis Colts. I normally don't like to bet on the road favorite, but I couldn't back Nick Foles in this game, and it appeared I was right in the end. Got a little nervous, could get backdoored in the third quarter, but the Chargers get the job done. We cash the ticket. We go 2-0. We make $181.82. And with that Charger victory, by the way, that brings our NFL sides number year-to-date to 54-34. and So with two weeks to go in the season, We're sitting at 61.4% winning percentage, chasing that elusive 60% number that I just can never seem to hit. So you may want to fade me in the final two weeks, but right now I'm feeling pretty good about things. A couple housekeeping items before we get to the card for Tuesday. On Better Edge, congrats to JRDOW33. You won the contest in Week 16's NFL Battle Royale. You pick up $150, so nice work to J-R-D-O-W-33. The Week 17 contest is now available to join on Better Edge. $50 has been added to the payout, $5 entry fee, and once again, it's winner take all. So now let's get to the card for Tuesday. A little nervous here. I'm going to touch all four bowl games and then have two college basketball bets on the card. So let's start with the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. It is Buffalo plus the four against Georgia Southern. So this is a battle of six and six teams meeting in Montgomery. Buffalo limps into this one, losing three of four with their lone win in that stretch over two and 10 Akron by just one point at home. And that required a late touchdown in the final minute. Georgia Southern has also lost three of their final four games this year with their sixth win coming in double overtime against App State. So one of the big storylines will be the starting quarterback for Georgia Southern, He transferred to the Eagles in the offseason after starting 25 games at Buffalo in his career. The Bulls have tons and tons of issues in their secondary, so this is scary to say the least, but the extra motivation of facing the quarterback that jumped ship might be the difference today. Georgia Southern gives up over 32 points per game, so the over might be a solid play, but I'm going to grab the four with the Bulls of Buffalo against Georgia Southern. Next up, we go to the first responder bowl in Dallas, Texas. I'm going to back Memphis minus the seven over Utah State. So this is another battle of six and six teams. And here's your trivia question. What group of five school has the longest current bowl eligibility streak? The answer, that would be Memphis. Nine consecutive years for the Tigers. So both teams come in off of a loss. Neither team has that signature win during the season. It's strength against strength in this one. Memphis has the 22nd ranked passing offense, 
Utah State has the 25th ranked passing defense. Utah State is better running than passing, but Memphis ranks 26th against the rush this year. Memphis averages 12 more points on offense, gives up three fewer points on defense. The American Conference is ranked 6th in the conference power rankings. Meanwhile, the Mountain West ranks 10th. All signs point to the favorite, in my opinion, so I'm going to lay the seven with the Tangers of Memphis over Utah State. Next up, we go to the Birmingham Bowl in Birmingham, Alabama, and I'm going to back East Carolina minus the seven over Coastal Carolina. So this is kind of an odd game. The Coastal Carolina head coach took the job at Liberty. Their quarterback entered the transfer portal, but is still planning to play in this game and start. Their top linebacker has already jumped to Michigan, so he's gone. East Carolina, well, they won't be at full strength, but they appear much more stable in comparison. Coastal went 9-3 and three this year, losing their final two games. The defense is a concern, a major concern. They gave up 49, 47, and 45 points in their losses this season. Meanwhile, East Carolina went 7-5 and five this year, including a one-point loss to North Carolina State, a three-point loss to Navy, and a two-point loss to Cincinnati. So they were oh so close to a 10-2 and two season. They score more and give up less. Both good things, I guess. After going 37-6 at James Madison, head coach Mike Houston is looking to get his first bowl win at East Carolina in year number four. I think he gets it today. I'm going to lay the seven with the Pirates of East Carolina over Coastal Carolina. Next up on the card, we go to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. It is a battle between Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. So I have no clue what to expect in this one. Wisconsin has Luke Fickle waiting in the wings to take over the Badger program. Both teams have seen their starting quarterback enter the transfer portal. Oklahoma State will have a starting freshman. Wisconsin's quarterback is unknown, but it will be someone that will lack experience. Even with Graham Mertz at quarterback for Wisconsin, the Badgers failed to score more than 16 points in any of their final three games of the season. Meanwhile, at Oklahoma State, they averaged 45 points per game in their first seven games of the season, but only 13.6 in their final five games. So inexperienced quarterbacks equals run, run, run. When in doubt, bet the first half under. I'm in doubt. So under 21 and a half is the play for me in the first 30 minutes of football between Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. So that'll do it for college football. Now let's go to college basketball. Two plays on the card, and we start in South Bend, Indiana. It is Notre Dame minus the seven and a half over Jacksonville. So not exactly the start Mike Bray and the Fighting Irish had hoped for this season. They're seven and five overall, 0-2 in the ACC. They have three straight losses, five straight losses against the spread, including three as a straight-up favorite losing. That's not good. We bet on and covered with Jacksonville last time out at UL Monroe. They're a solid club from the A-Sun with a good win over VCU on the resume and a 7-3 and overall record, but all three losses this year have been by 19 or more points, so that does concern me. The Fighting Irish have a balanced offensive attack. They have five players averaging in double digits per game. I kind of like them in this spot to end the three-game losing streak, so I'm going to lay the 7.5 with the Fighting Irish at home over Jacksonville. Then the final game on the card for you is in the Big East. It is Marquette. Minus the seven over Seton Hall. So Seton Hall is just seven and six on the year, 0-2 in the Big East after losing by four to Providence and by three at Xavier. So two very good competitive losses for him. That's a whole lot better than the three double-digit losses early in the season. 
or that five-point loss to Siena. Marquette, on the other hand, is 9-4. and four. They're 1-1 one and one in the Big East, coming off a five-point loss in double overtime at Providence. All nine of the Marquette wins this season, though, have been by double digits, and that includes Baylor, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, and Creighton. Marquette likes to force turnovers. Seton Hall is turning it over on more than 20% of their possessions year-to-date. Marquette has a much better offense. They shoot over 49%. They score over 82 points per game. Seton Hall is hungry, and they're desperate for their conference win after back-to-back heartbreakers. But I'm going to back the Golden Eagles at home, looking to bounce back off of a loss. This almost feels like a repeat of me back in Creighton, just hoping they would end that losing streak. I lost that bet and don't plan to make the same mistake again today. So Marquette minus the seven is the play. I'm expecting another double-digit win for Shaka Smart and company. So let's recap the card for Tuesday. In college football, we're on Buffalo plus the four over Georgia Southern. I'm on Memphis, minus the seven, over Utah State. I'm on East Carolina, minus the seven, over Coastal Carolina. I'm on Wisconsin and Oklahoma State in the first half, under 21 and a half. In college basketball, couple favorites here. It's Notre Dame, minus the seven and a half at home against Jacksonville. And it's Marquette, minus the seven, over Seton Hall. So that's your card for Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.